Hey everybody, how's it going? Welcome back to the Chronicles of Aguna, the Arsenal podcast, part of the 90-min football family with me, your host, Harry Simeon. We are back for a second episode today. I was reading an article on my train journey home and felt that it was well worth a discussion uh, on a live episode of the show this evening. So here I am with episode number two of the day. If you haven't caught up with the one from earlier, go and check it out. It's the last video on the channel and it's the last podcast in our feed. We talked uh, the Curtis Jones rumours. We discussed Amadou Anana as an option for Arsenal, potentially. Uh, that's something that's been spoken about. We also talked about the idea of maybe recalling Kieran Tierney from loan. Um, that was something that I think divided quite a bit of opinion. Uh, but on this episode, we're going to be discussing an article that was published earlier on by uh, The Mirror's John Cross, in which he claims that Arsenal's priority in the transfer window this January is maybe a position that not too many expected to be the priority. I think it's fair to say. We're going to get into that, going to get your thoughts from the live comments. So make sure uh, you're typing away. Make sure uh, you share your views on this. I will read as many of those as I can out and we'll take some of your questions a little bit later on in the programme as well. Okay, then, without further ado, let's uh, discuss this article from John Cross in the Mirror. Who reports this evening or this afternoon uh, that Arsenal's priority this month is to sign a left back? A left back. I know that that's going to underwhelm people because when I read it, it underwhelmed me. Now, when I think about it, it doesn't, you know, it it, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense because of the options that we have at the football club, albeit most of those are not available to us at this moment in time, unless the injury suffered by Alexander Zinchenko is more serious than we're currently led to believe, unless Mikel Arteta looked at Jakob Kivio's performance away at Fulham and now thinks there is no way that we can persist with that. Therefore, we're going to be short in the left-back department should anything happen to Zinchenko going forward. And so we need to act. Maybe that's what's happened. He also goes on to add, John Cross, that any deal that Arsenal do for a left-back this January, which, as he says, is the priority, will more than likely be a loan deal because of Arsenal's financial situation at the moment. He says that Mikel Arteta will have to settle for a loan deal and that major business will have to wait until the summer. He does go on to say that Martin Zubimendi, a player that a lot of us like, is the big priority for the summer and that Arsenal will try over the course of the next few months to put the ducks in order in, a, in an attempt to make that deal happen at the earliest uh, possible time. But for now, it seems, according to John Cross of the Mirror, that Arsenal's priority is to sign a left fullback over the course of this January window, most likely on loan. So my question to you, are Arsenal right, if this is the case, to be prioritising a left fullback. Are there other positions that you'd like to see them move uh, to strengthen prior to looking for a left back? Do you think that maybe Zinchenko um, has an injury that's going to keep him out for a little bit of time? Do you think that Jakob Kivior's performance at left back away at Fulham was so alarming that Arsenal maybe feel they have no choice but to try and protect themselves in that area? I'll tell you where I am on this while you get your responses into the live chat. Now, when I when it when I first read it, when it first kind of hit me, when it slapped me in the face, I thought, hmm, left back. I mean, there are other areas in our team that I think are 
problematic too, or that we're short in with regards to the cover that we have. Left back is a problem position. And at the start of the season, it looked like a position that we were really, really well stocked in because you had Zinchenko that could play the inverted role, that could play that creative role in games against lesser opposition. And then you've got Tomiyasu, who you could use if you needed to um, in the situations where you're required to be more defensive, where you've got a handful of a right winger to deal with. And Jurian Timber, who started the season at left back for Arsenal in the Community Shield, and then, of course, uh, started the first game of the campaign, looked really, really good and really accomplished there, and also had the technical um, ability that I don't think Tomiyasu does, to be fair, to go into that midfield and um, and make it work as well. So when you look at where we were at the start of the season and where we are now, it, it doesn't sit right with me that we've come to January and we need the left back. But obviously, circumstances have created this situation and this scenario. Tommy Asu's gone off to the Asian Cup now, but he's broken down with injuries on a couple of occasions already so far this season. Um, so even if he comes back, early. Let's say Japan don't go far. I'm sure they will. But even if he did return early, there's always that risk with Takahiro Tomiyasu that his fitness issues, ongoing fitness issues, are going to let you down. Nobody has a clue when Jurian Timber is going to come back. It's clear that Zinchenko defensively is not very so, uh, very solid, very sound. Um, and beyond that, you're talking Jakub Kivio, who I've said repeatedly over the last few days, is definitely, for me, not a left back. So I can understand why there is some need um, to maybe look at this position and why a loan deal would make sense. Because in the grand scheme of things, when you look at the wider and bigger picture, we've got more than enough left-back cover. It's just that that left-back cover is not available to us right now. Um, two of the three are definitely not available to us. And we don't know if Zinchenko is going to be back ahead of the weekend when we take on Liverpool in the FA Cup. So I understand the need for a maybe a short-term fix here. But what this piece kind of suggests, and it doesn't say it clearly, but maybe what it suggests is that there isn't that much um, hope and optimism around doing deals that would serve us in other positions. And I think there are other positions that we need to address. Lots of people have been talking about striker. I've been talking about midfield. Much like Jurian Timber, we don't have a clue when Thomas Partey is going to return. And again, a bit like Takahiro Tomiyasu, you don't know how long it's going to be before Thomas Partey breaks down again. And I think we've got a problem with ball progression in the midfield. There's lots of talk about Mohamed Elneny leaving the club, which I'm okay with. I'm fine with. But again, you let him go, um, then we're even shorter in that area of the pitch. You look at the heart of our defence. Um, you know, we've got two wonderful centre-halves that start week in, week out. Jakub Kivio's okay as a centre-back, but there are some question marks there. And even at right-back, without Timber, without Tomiyasu, we're really, really thin. We're one injury away from having to bring Cedric Suarez into the team. And I know nobody's too keen on that. So I think although. Yeah, fine. Left back might be an issue. There are other areas that I would probably argue are of greater importance. And the reason I say that is because there is a chance that within a month, a month and a half, we get at least one of, if not two of our left back options back. So I'm trying to read between the lines here. And I'm starting to think that maybe there is a concern over the injury that Zinchenko is currently carrying and the performance from Jakob Kivior that we saw at the weekend, didn't feel anybody with confidence, especially Mikel Arteta. And that's why perhaps this is the priority. Going to take a really short pause and then I'm going to dive into the live chat because it is popping off and I want to get your thoughts on this particular line. <laughs> 
Okay, let's have a look at what you guys are saying. Um, well, lots of comments coming through. I, I don't know where to start. Um, let's have a look. Fala uh, says, our left-hand side is dysfunctional, but I don't think signing a left-back um, would solve the problem. I would rather Mikel make some tactical changes and the left-hand side could work. Um, Louis Robson says, sign a left-back, but we have a chance to win the league maybe. Uh, makes sense from our lovely clubs. I'm assuming that you don't uh, agree with that. He says, no striker, no league. So it's fair to say that Louis would prefer that we signed uh, a striker than a left back. Um, Saski Guna uh, says, bring back Tierney and buy a central midfielder, Harry, or tell me why it's not a good idea. So I spoke at length on the episode that we released earlier today um, about why I don't think that Kieran Tierney coming back is the right thing. Um, if you go on my Twitter, if you search at Harry Simiu, um, I've put a clip up of that Tierney segment uh, where I've talked about why I think that actually recalling Kieran Tierney from his loan spell at Sociedad would make very little sense. And I don't want to repeat myself because, um, you know, people that have watched that episode or listened to that episode won't want to hear it again. But just in a, a real nutshell, just to provide context to, to why I'm saying no, I think that it was quite clear, actually, that when we changed system and when we shifted to this um, model that incorporates inverted fullbacks, that Kiarantini struggled to adapt to it. Um, I think that is more than fair to say. From what I hear, from what I read, um, you know, he's doing okay at Real Sociedad, but has he pulled up any trees? Um, has he been so good that, you know, it's a no-brainer to bring him back? And, and also, as well, um, you don't always know what, the clauses are in those loan deals with regards to when you can and cannot terminate them. So that would be interesting as well. I beg your pardon. So I I, I don't know if that's even A, possible, um, but B, I don't think it would be a good idea because tactically we have evolved past Kiarantini, in my opinion. So then the question is, does Mikel Arteta change the way he utilises his left back in order to bring Kiarantini back and, and and have him fit in. And I don't think he will. Now, I think that there's an argument that he should at this moment in time, because it feels like the inverted fullbacks are no longer having the same impact that they did last season, um, not going forward and certainly not defensively either. So, yeah, I, I, I do wonder about that. I really, really do. But I, I, my gut feel is that, <coughs> I beg your pardon, My gut feel is that Mikel Arteta won't make that change. In which case, what's the point in bringing him back? Um, so sorry um, for the coughing. I, I, I've got a tingly throat and um, yeah, sometimes it just catches me off guard, uh, which is a nightmare. Okay, um, what else have we got? Uh, e Redknapp says, uh, I'm very concerned about this season. Now it seems like there'll be no movement in the market and there are no solutions within the squad. Now, I wouldn't take anyone's report, and this is not a dig at John Cross because I think he's fantastic at what he does, but I wouldn't take anyone's report of there isn't going to be any business as gospel at this stage. I don't think you ever can do that when it comes to Mikel Arteta's and Edu's Arsenal. They've sprung plenty of surprises over the years. So I'm not sitting here going, okay, well, that means no business. But it, you know, if you're going to take this at face value, it means that there's going to be very little significant business um, certainly. And, you know, maybe a loan deal is, is what we need to kind of fix a short-term problem. Again, when you hear the initial line of 
Mikel Arteta will have to settle for a loan deal. At first, you think, oh, great, we're in a crap position. We haven't got any money or, or we can't spend any money, at least, because of the um, the profit and sustainability rules and all the rest of that. And you think, great, we're up shit street. But actually, when you scratch beneath the surface as to why it may be that Arsenal would have to settle for a loan deal, it's probably because of the abundance of options that we have in that position when everybody comes back. You're not going to go and buy a fourth you know, viable left-back option, fifth if you include Kivior in that as well, um, just to get you through one, maybe two months. So that's probably why a loan deal makes sense here. Now, if Mikel Arteta went and found a striker, for example, that he thought could really add to the team moving forward, a central midfielder that he thought could be a part of the long-term plans and, and would be a continuation of the rebuild that we've seen, and Arsenal could make it happen, for example, by structuring payments over a long period of time. I think that would be viewed differently. And I think that that would be a situation whereby if the terms can be reached and agreed and and they can stay within the thresholds that are required, that actually maybe Arsenal could do a permanent deal. So I don't think this means that there's no permanent deals on the table, on the cards, regardless of the payment structure. I just think that this is a position in particular where we are very well stocked in terms of bodies and personnel. But at this moment in time, we are short and we are short because of injuries and we are short because of things that should be resolved and rectified in the near future. Does that make sense? Okay. Um, JC says, so does this mean that the academy players are trash? Look, the academy... You know, it's great when you have a, a prosperous academy and it's great when players come through and get those opportunities in cup games and, and all the rest of it. But the jump between academy football and Premier League football, I don't think has ever been bigger. I had a good chat with um, with Jeremy Ali Adier about this uh, not that long ago when we were covering a game together. And obviously, he is someone that was at Arsenal for a, a fair while, played a fair bit for the first team, but also spent a lot of time on the fringes of the first team had to go elsewhere um, at times to play his football, went to Middlesbrough, went to Lorient, um, you know. And he was talking about how the sort of reserve setup worked in his day. And the reserves would play, but if you were a senior player and you were coming back from injury, um, you know, you didn't play at the weekend and you needed some some minutes, you needed to work on your fitness, it was quite common actually for those players to drop into the reserve side and play a game on the Monday night, for example, rather than at the weekend, so that they'd get their minutes, they'd get that that exposure to, to football. And whilst that would help them, because they were obviously um, in need of game time and all the rest of it, it also helped those youngsters that got to experience playing with senior players. So I feel like the setup at the moment and the way that it's so separate, academy and the first team, actually is counterproductive for everybody. Um, and I think that's maybe where some of the reluctance comes from, from managers to go, oh, rather than try and address this issue in the transfer market with a short-term loan deal, we'll just pluck someone from the academy. Of course, the player's got to be good enough and all the rest of it. But I do think that that disconnect um, is a big part of the reason as to why you don't see those players promoted in the way that maybe you used to. OK, let's continue working our way. Uh, through the live chat box. Um, uh, Sadiq says, uh, I was hoping the UEFA Champions League revenue would free up funds for January. Uh, but if we're looking for loans, it's a bit of a letdown considering we're in the hunt 
for a Premier League title, maybe adjust expectations. I, you probably wrote this comment before I sort of gave my take on this, but I really do believe that loan is what we're looking at for a left back because of how well stocked we are in that position. Um, and, you know, we don't want to end up in a position two, three months down the line where we've got five left backs all of a sudden and we've invested money into one of those. A short-term fix makes sense because we are expecting Tommy Asu back and we are expecting Timber back within the next couple of months. Um, but yeah, okay. Uh, let's have a look. Um, LYD um, is looking at the, the forward problem. He says, as an alternative approach, perhaps we could try playing Trossard as a false nine and bring the wingers closer and using Jesus as uh, one of the wingers. I'm not massively against that, like playing with the false nine. Um, but every time we come away from a game in which we haven't scored or we haven't scored enough, the, the first thing people say is we need an out and out nine. So can you say that we need an out and out nine? And I'm not saying you, my friend, but uh, generally like the, the 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 common complaint is that we don't have an out and out striker. I don't think a lot of fans would accept us playing with even um, less of a, a nine in Trossard than we do currently with Jesus. So, you know, that's that's my opinion on that. I think, if anything, you want to go the other way. I would try going the other way. Um, I would maybe look at an alternative in midfield and perhaps try Kai Havertz as a centre-forward for a bit. Not everyone will agree with that either, but that's um, that's uh, that's my, uh, my, my opinion on it. Um, Mario says, hi, Harry. What are your thoughts on the report um, that Ivan Tony? He's saying he wants to come to Arsenal. Would a loan work for him uh, as Raya has apparently signed and isn't alone also? It's to my knowledge that Arsenal have agreed the deal with Brentford, but that that hasn't gone through for David Raya just yet. So technically, until that is settled up, we wouldn't be able to take Ivan Tony on loan. Listen, Ivan Tony would want to move to Arsenal. Of course he would. It's a big step up from Brentford. He'd want to move to Liverpool if the opportunity came his way as well. But for me... That's not one that we should be prioritising, especially not now um, in January. I think we've got a problem with goal scoring at the minute, but I think that's a problem that needs to be rectified via getting more out of our wide players, more out of our centre forward. Um, and, and I think, as I spoke about yesterday, ball progression is a big, big problem uh, for us at this moment in time. And um, And I think that it's more important that we get a midfielder that can help us with that. If we do then I think we will start to score more goals and we will start to create more chances. And then all of a sudden, um, the striker thing, yeah, it's a need that we have, but it would be a need that I think could be uh, put on ice until uh, until the summer comes along. Um, look, I'm not going to go for too long on this episode because it is our second one of the day and um, I don't want to repeat the stuff that I've already said earlier today. Remember, you can go and check that episode out by going... Uh, onto the last video on the channel, or you can, of course, uh, tune into the audio platforms and have a listen um, to my ramblings there. But I get the sense from just kind of scanning the comments while I've been talking that the majority of you disagree with the idea of a left back being a priority. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to put a poll in the um, in the uh, live chat. Uh, bear with me a second. Hold on. Um what should be Arsenal's priority is oh. the options are going to be defender, 
That, of course, includes left-backs. Midfielder or forward. And that can be any forward, right? A, a, a winger, a central forward. So I've put I've put that poll in the chat. Get involved in that. I'll give you guys a few minutes to have a vote on that. And then we can um, see what the general uh, consensus seems to be. Um, what else are you guys saying? I'm just trying to pick out a couple more points. For those of you that are joining us uh, a little bit uh, later on into the programme, we're just reacting and reflecting on a report uh, from John Cross of The Mirror that was released uh, late this afternoon in which he claims that Arsenal's priority this month is to bring in a left-back but that Mikel Arteta uh, will likely have to settle for a loan deal. Um, he says that Zubimendi remains a priority, but that is one that needs to wait until the summer. Um, obviously, Arsenal without Tomiyasu at the minute, who's at the Asian Cup. Uh, they're without uh, Jurian Timber, who remains injured. And it's unclear whether Alexander Zinchenko will be fit enough to play a part against Liverpool at the weekend in the FA Cup. Now, we all know, <coughs> I beg your pardon, that Jakob Kivior, um, let's just say, hasn't pulled up any trees as a left-back so far in his Arsenal career. But I find it a little bit harsh when people judge him on that because he didn't come as a left-back. It's kind of one of those things that he's almost been pushed into. And when you're out of a team and you're not in... Um, you know, the the starting eleven. you're kind of sitting there waiting and waiting and waiting for any opportunity to come along. When that opportunity comes along, you've got to try and grab it with both hands. And so, you know, he's not in a situation where he's going to go to Mikel Arteta and say, boss, I don't want to play at left back. He's going to try. He's going to do his best. Although I've always thought that he looks a little bit uncomfortable as a left back, the performance that we saw from him at Fulham, and he wasn't the only one that performed badly, was just really, really worrying and alarming. And I think the biggest problem for me that day was just how slow across the ground he looked. Um, and so, yeah, um, that's a worry. That's a concern. Um, everyone's, uh, well, a fair few of you are asking for a striker. Um, let's have a look how that poll is looking at the moment. So 17% of you think a defender should be the priority. Uh, 37% of you, or oh, that's, it's all changing now, hold on. 16% of you want a defender, 36% of you want a midfielder, and 48% of you, so nearly half of you, want Arsenal to sign a forward. So it's clear that in you guys' opinions, um, the problems are at the other end of the pitch, uh, rather than the area of the pitch um, that, uh, that, that Arsenal appeared, judging by John Cross's report, to be prioritising going into uh, this window. Stilton Avenger says, sorry if you already covered this, but it's Partey's absence slowing down our attack. He normally faints, spins and releases the ball early, but Rice will take longer or even carry the ball. We did pretty much a whole episode on that yesterday. Um, so go over and check it out because I explained it in a lot of detail. Uh, there's a little clip going around on Twitter as well. And um, if you find my Twitter at Harry Simu, you'll find it there where I explain basically exactly that. You're absolutely spot on. You've nailed it. The way he takes the ball in the half turn and the way he pings the ball out left and right nice and early was a real big key feature of why we were able to, I think, get ourselves into half spaces um, really quickly. Um, not just half spaces, sorry, in between lines really quickly and cause uh, teams all sorts of problems. Without him, the frequency with which that happens has reduced significantly. And I think we've got um, a bit of an issue there. I really, really do. Um, Cesar says, will Partey ever play for us again? Now, this is not a wild question. You know, it's not. Um, 
there are some murmurs and reports that Arsenal, should they receive uh, a suitable offer, may well uh, let him go over the course of this January window. But that has got to be subject to bringing someone in. Uh, surely, will he play for us again? You know, when you listen to the way Chris Hutton was speaking about the injury that has denied him a place at the AFCON, you have to be worried. You know, you have to be worried. Um, I hope that it is, as I said earlier on, Arsenal being overly cautious, Arsenal trying to uh, work towards their own gain a little bit in terms of keeping him here so that he can recover and hopefully be back sooner and ready uh, to help us in the last few months of the season. Um, but, you know, you listen to some of those comments and, you know, you look at his injury track record so far as an Arsenal player and it's impossible not to feel some kind of concern and and not to think that this idea of him never playing for us again is is actually a possibility. Um, what else have we got? Um, David Tamayo says that he wants a versatile defender because we're one injury away from playing Kai Havertz as a left back. You're not wrong there. Well, he's done it before, at least, if we have to, if we have to make that happen. <laughs> uh, M says uh, on the striker point, the top quality striker market is very limited, let alone in January. And considering Arsenal's FFP tightrope, I'd rather go for an explosive type of winger on loan and wait for the marquee signing in the summer. I like the idea of bringing in players on loan. I, I do. I think that it is something that, you know, other clubs have maybe used to their advantage better than we have over the years. My only issue is that the very, very best players are rarely allowed to go out on loan. You kind of need there to be some kind of special circumstance, i.e. maybe they've fallen out with the manager and no one will buy them. So, you know, the club decide that the best thing in the short term is to move them out on loan, hoping that it'll put them in the shop window and that maybe that could develop into a permanent deal down the line. There's loads and loads of stuff, um, you know, that can play a big part in this and, and that you need to factor in. But yeah, I always tend to think that the very best players won't be available on loan. So then you're looking at players that have very specific skill sets, skill sets that you believe can help you in a positive way over a short period of time rather than thinking about maybe the long-term um, impact that that sign-in can have. Uh, a massive, massive thank you uh, to Sam for your very kind uh, donation to the channel. Thank you so, so much. He says, hey, Harry, do you see Arteta utilising Thomas Partey uh, as an inverted right-back again if we brought Tierney back? Um, I don't think we're going to bring Tierney back. Um, I, I've sort of explained the, the reasons why. Um I think the the Partey thing at right back was a bit of an experiment that just didn't really work. Um, if I'm being completely honest with you, I don't expect to see that happen again. I think it's clear that we have a problem progressing the ball from that sixth position as quickly and as sharply as we do when Partey's in the team. And so if he comes back in, I think Mikel will be desperate to get him back in the heart of midfield. And in doing so, take the shackles off of Declan Rice as well. Okay, let's have one more look at that poll before I say my goodbyes. Uh, just a quick reminder, if you haven't done so already, uh, please check out the episode from earlier on today, but also leave a like on this video. Guys, there's nearly 300 of you with me live right now. And guess how many likes we've got on the board? 63. Come on, it should be over the 100 mark. Um, that should be really, really, in fact, we should be at 150. Um, it only takes half of you to press like. It's free, it doesn't cost a thing, and it really, really... Uh, it does help. So please, if you could do that, I'd really appreciate it. In terms of the poll and the final results, uh, we've had about 100 votes. 18% uh, of you want a defender as the priority. 34% of you want a midfielder. 
uh, as the priority and 47% of you want a forward. Now those numbers keep changing. So if they don't add up to a hundred, um, that's why, but, um, about half of you think that a forward would be the prior or should be the priority this window. Well, according to John Cross, Arsenal are looking to do business at the other end of the pitch. We're going to have to wait and see how it all goes. Thank you, as always, for tuning in to another live edition of the pod. I will see you all tomorrow with another couple of episodes. It's the transfer window, so why not? Uh, we'll bring you loads and loads of content over the course of this month. I can't wait uh, for the next one. I'll speak to you all tomorrow. Thank you, guys. Have a great day. Mm-hmm.